Hey, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. Me, Ron. Me, Scott. Cue the theme tune. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. How come you know so much about improv anyway? Have you done improv? You did stand up. up. You did yeah. stand up, right? And I went to stand up classes for eight weeks, ten Ooh. weeks, something like that. Three weeks surely would have been enough to find out that I wasn't funny. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think three weeks was plenty of time. Yeah. No, no, to teach you how to do stand up, surely. No, like, I mean, stand up, tell a joke, like, get down. It wasn't like three weeks. It was like one day a week for. Three, four, for six like, weeks. Yeah, but not even a full day, like a couple of hours. And what did the uh, so uh, talk us through the class? Oh, this is going back a while. I'll try to remember. The class was run by uh, Graham Watson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Graham. Yes, Graham's a very nice man and has done a lot. You know for, everyone. How come you know everyone? I just know everyone. Okay. Done a lot for the local comedy scene. Mm-hmm. Was a comedian himself for a long time, um, and the class was basically. They, they would kind of force you to write things that were not beyond your comfort zone, mm-hmm. um, topics that you wouldn't normally okay. cover, and then every week you would have to come and do at least a minute or two in front of the other, I think there's like 12 people. That seems hard. That would seem that hard. That was hard. Yeah. That was hard. Um, and, I mean, were, and and you had to actually write jokes, jokes? Not, yeah. And yeah, how, yeah, did, yeah. how did you cope? Um... I mean, what was your process for writing a joke? Stream of consciousness. Just write whatever. Just, yeah, just write and write and write and uh-huh. write until something something will eventually come. Will out. eventually come out. I'm like I. This like humble brag, whatever. I am. I'm funny. I know that I'm funny. Oh yeah! If I were to say this, like. Well, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, see. Anyway, like, okay, okay, you're funny. That's I take it, I take it as red. You're I, funny, yeah. Yeah, like I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not like, saying you're not funny. I, but I don't, I don't mean like I'm like sell out a stadium tour funny. I just mean that in as social, stand, so, in you, social, but I mean in social situations. Funny how? But yeah, how am I funny? <laughs> like social situations with yeah. talk, with talking. To I people. I I know I'm funny in social situations, but for a very very, very short different. period. Of oh, I've been for a very different reason. No. <laughs> Oh, no, but thanks for that. No, for maybe about 20 or 30 seconds, then I've got a ditch. And then you got to go. That's all the material I've got. No, I remember being... I rem- this is going back... It's going back quite a while. Actually, probably like mid-teens. I was at a party, and I was telling a story mm-hmm. to what I thought was a couple of friends in the, the living room of Oh, it sounds like it's glass at end. What I yeah. thought were a couple of friends. Well, no. <laughs> No, but by the, by the end of the story, like the entire room was listening uh-huh. and laughing at what I said. Like I, I okay, you know, okay. I you control the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. Um. So I think, but the, and, you know, I mean, when I do that, it's obnoxious. That's uh, you know, I don't so, do that. You're do you so not? loud, though. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, but whatever, I think we've talked about this before. I, I enjoy the process of writing a lot more than I enjoy the process of performing, which I okay. think is probably the exact opposite of you. Okay. Okay. Do you know, would you not agree? That you I would don't know. Be- I don't know if I, I don't know if what I do could be classified <laughs> as performing or, or, or writing. <laughs> that's what I said. I mean, there's not a lot of preparation goes into PJ's brand of comedy. 
It's not even a I mean, brand of comedy. In, in, I mean, in that sort of re- that sort of uh, instance, I think it's known as premeditation. <laughs> Uh, I hope, I'm, I hope I'm less a performance your, artist Your Honour, I didn't know what I was saying I, I just I'd, said it I'd love to get Graham on the show, actually I wonder if he's still doing the classes that Well, I'm sure we can get yeah. him on yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we keep threatening to get people on That fourth mic is that sat was like, there that was, Redundant, like Ringo yeah. Starr for so long That was like the, the Ringo Starr of microphones <laughs> Ringo alone Some of the best money that I'd spent Really? Like, in terms of, like it was done at Blick Studios uh-huh. um, They do a lot of stuff Yeah, they do a lot of, like, uh, community based uh like come and learn digital photography mm-hmm. and but i think it, for eight weeks it was like 35 quid mm-hmm. like it was not expensive oh, at all that's for nothing and no, I, th- I think i mean i wouldn't even get you a float in a tank no. <laughs> <laughs> i would say as well that like to learn to write good jokes is probably a good prelude to learning to write good anything yeah because beginning middle end you've yeah. got Complete their story storytelling in micro form. Yeah, and you have to nail all three; otherwise, it just doesn't work. Well, I mean, mm. the most successful comedians out there—they they almost all have a writing partner. Yeah, because writing that stuff in a vacuum is really, really hard, and they need someone to kind of bounce ideas off. Yeah, or to say that doesn't work, but what if you did this instead? And that's usually a fairly silent partner. You know, you'll never see their name. You'll see their name in the credits. Of, of, their, of, of, special of their special, yeah, you say, written yeah. by you know Chris Rock and so, such and such. Yeah. You know? Write some jokes, write some jokes for the show. Bring them on, and we'll do. That's excruciating. Don't do no. that. That's, <laughs> that's that, yeah. That, because uh, we'll what? have a joke bit. Oh. <laughs> no way. No, 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 that doesn't work. That doesn't work. But no. Don't poo poo it before you try. No, I'm poo pooing it right <laughs> now. <laughs> I need a yeah. poo poo. Yeah. I am not gonna. I am not gonna try that. Nathan, Nathan likes Nathan likes Kanye West and stuff. And there's one of the songs he, that he likes to listen to, and it talks about fuck the popo. And me and Tom are going, yo, it's the popo. <laughs> we just like go popo. My son, my son's three. Yeah, and even he's a bit beyond that. You don't know what it's like to have a dad like me. I'm awesome. Of all the things. That I don't do very well. I do dad very, even very Ra- well. Even, Ra- even Ralphie will be like, and he'll he'll give the answer to something as poo poo. But then he'll immediately go, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> even I know that was ridiculous. All right, well, don't write stuff. No, I'm not going to write stuff, of course. I w- well, what, so what, right, so you did the, the joke right, and you did the thing. You did a bit of stand up. Mm-hmm. You made a room laugh uh, uproariously over a terrible, terrible joke that's so offensive it can never be talked about. It's a true story. Yeah, yeah. it's a true story. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, I did it four or five times, and I just it was a performance bit you didn't enjoy. I don't like. No, I don't think I enjoy. The perform yeah. uh, performance. I don't know. And I would I would feel weird standing up and telling jokes because I kind of I can I'm good at standing up and doing a rehearsed thing, and I'm maybe but, good but at standing stand up. up. And I mean, no one, up. no one stands up and tells jokes. But that, my, th- yeah. my my problem is, I well, I think my problem is that I rehearse and rehearse and rehearse, and I they signed rehearsed. They, they well, not I don't know if I don't know if they signed rehearsed, but I if I don't hit my beats yeah then it throws Falls me off part, yeah. and then it starts to they, and i never had what i would consider a bad set yeah like i never bombed or anything like that yeah. some some were 
slightly quieter than I would uh-huh. have liked but you know I never had a really bad set mm-hmm. but my focus it's the same whenever I was in the band I want to hit certain notes mm-hmm. but for me those notes aren't necessarily laughs they are th- these are the, the words that the I have story. to say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I want to get uh, whether or not those are needed mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter in my brain I just mm-hmm. these are, this is what I've written down and I want to say it word for word well the, the biggest comedians in the world the ones who tour like arenas their their set is not improvised no it's it not is, improvised it is a it is a monologue yeah that they and they know where the jokes are and they yeah. know they know the beats and they're, they're probably standing in the same spot on the stage every single night because it's a show yeah but they can also think on their feet and adapt they can pretty quickly and, and usually that's usually that's material they've got in the back room you know, from, from before that Pro- they, possibly, they can wheel yeah. out and, yeah. at the drop of a hat like I'll be honest that, that joke that you were talking about when that landed in mm-hmm. a room full of a lot of a lo- quite a lot of people and a lot of comedians so when, when, when you're writing especially when you're writing with an audience you leave a laughter break or an applause yeah, yeah. break or you leave a double laugh break because it's something is, is going to go laugh on break? something's wow. going to go on it's just going like, to make this one a triple just that's to, it, yeah well, but, but you only you only know that once you've performed a yeah, couple of times yeah. you know oh this one really lands mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to leave because you don't there's a again this is stuff that I learned in Graham's thing there's there's a certain amount of time that you leave before starting to talk again. Yeah, so yeah. And but you don't wait for you don't wait for the quiet. You don't wait for the sound to die down. Yeah. You wait for a a second or two. Yeah. And while they're still laughing, then you go in yeah. and start again. So because you, you're trying to maintain it. You're not trying to. It's you're like trying finding to, the you're bite trying to ride that wave all yeah, the way. Exactly. In. Yes. Exactly. Um. <laughs> but whenever I hit what I would consider to be a double mm-hmm. laugh break, I didn't know what to do mm. because they were throwing me off. My I, rhythm. I yeah. consider it. I know, but La- that's, but that's, that's why I didn't enjoy the process. That's it. it, it you think I was just time? Would it a few more things would have been fine? Maybe, or, maybe. Yeah. I, part of me, uh, yeah. Part of me thinks I. I wish I. I wish I could write. Like I wish I could be. I wish I could be writing for somebody else. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Um. I think that's probably more to do with that. I just don't think I'm a natural performer. Maybe I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I kind of feel the same way. I don't think you're a natural performer. <laughs> <laughs> do you, what age do you think you reach where you go? This is this is my path locked in now, and I can't I can't veer from this. Seven. <laughs> Seven. 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 You think this is because I mean you've had a couple of careers. You've have, had yeah. yeah you carpet fitter to IT guy. That, that's literally a couple. <laughs> But I mean, there were other steps. Were there other yeah, steps? Working, there working were other... in TV along the way there, and yeah. uh, uh, civil servant, and you were in the civil service. Yeah, I worked in the civil service for a couple of years. Worked in a bank for about six months. How old are you? I'm forty-one this month. Wow! Oh, this month. This month. Oh, Ron, it has not birthday. been a fucking year since we went out for Indian for your fortieth birthday. It's not been a year. It's been eleven months. <laughs> Get fucked. Sorry, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're getting old. There's nothing I can do about the passing that of time. That was a year ago. Your, yeah. your wife literally gestated an entire child in that time. Yeah. My goodness, that does not feel like a year ago. Yeah, it's weird how the passing of time gets more scary the older you get. That's terrible. Um, Inching towards death. <laughs> every single moment. Oh yeah. God! Oh God! I just wonder how many how many careers you can expect to have in your life, and whether you can go. I'm just thinking. Maybe it's a time for me to move into improv or something. It's just. <laughs> well, I'll, I mean, I'll... I want to explore it fully. I don't want. I'm not going to jump into it. I'm, I'm not going to leave. Ruin your work. expectations now that the money in improv is is not big. 
<laughs> I think you have a, if you were if you lived in America, uh-huh. even then I would have to be. Improv. Well, I mean, I think I don't think that needs that's, stating. That's a given. Yeah, that, yeah, that that's, <laughs> that, that should be painfully obvious. Wow! But I come on to the show. For I like, would say America is the only place that you could make a living doing. If improv. I wanted people to shoot down my crazy ideas. I'd have stayed at home. <laughs> But I th- and I think that's even oh, you would have to be living in New York or Chicago, yeah, or LA, or LA. Mm. Yeah, but I, like Groundlings is in LA. Groundlings is in LA. Yeah, but so, like Second City and um, but and those are like the, the only three cities upright, I think that upright have. citizen brigade. Yeah. I'm sure there are improv troops all over, but yeah, but they, to, get, those are, to get paid, why are all yeah. the creative jobs so shitly paid? What what is going on? I mean, we're in a culture and a society now that demand and supply. Yeah, but it, but you don't need like it. everything in the <laughs> world. I think, every, I think literally every person stuff. in the world has seen a bad improv gig and been like, "Fuck <laughs> that." <laughs> Um, yeah, I would imagine excruciating. Like, they can be excruciatingly bad. They can be, but they can also be incredible. I'd imagine they're more fun to be in than they are to watch sometimes. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, not having done anything I like Although it. Although, like, I have a... Apart from our shows, obviously, which are... I really enjoy watching someone bomb. Like no, I don't. Just, someone just one of the reasons why I don't, why I don't go to wow, see a lot of really... local comedy is because I cannot handle the, the foreskin, foreskin twitching... Just watching, what? What? <laughs> watching, watching someone just completely ruin their life in front uh, of me, and just feeling every part of my body I, wanting to like reach out and hug them. I live. For no, that. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Wow. Oh, I love and it. And Susie's worse than me. Like she refuses to go see anything live because she's like, "What if it all goes horribly wrong?" <laughs> well, Susie's a very nice person, a good person. Well, yeah, she is. She is filled with empathy it's, it's, I'm fairly sure Scott's like an evil incarnate or no, something though I no I don't th- it's not from a it's not from a um a sadistic it seems sadistic when you were it's talking not, about it there I uh, everybody knows that that's that that's that's how you get better so you want people oh, so to you're fail. sitting there like you're, you're just going oh I can't oh, believe they're gonna get so much better after know. this they're just there's just something I don't want to sit like I don't want to go to a, a, go on a to a, a stand up night and have everybody bomb and have everybody mm. be bad. Mm-hmm. But you know, I want to go and see everybody be great. I want to see. I want everybody to be great as well. But you got to bomb along the way. Nobody's great the first time. Yeah, but I'd rather they did that before I got there. I did. <laughs> I did. I did stand up class with a guy. Oh, I'm not going to be able to remember his name now. That's going really, to really annoy me. I follow him on Twitter. Improv it. He's a, <laughs> he reads the news on uh, Keith Burnside. Ulster. No, <laughs> he's a really really young guy. He comes from Rathle Island, or Rathfor Island. I think you know him. Oh, fuck, I, can't I probably do know him. But anyway, he told Paul Rankin to shut the fuck up one night whenever <laughs> we were. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Maybe I do want to do stand up. Paul Rankin is Paul, Paul Rankin, Rankin, the chef. chef. Told yeah. him to shut the fuck up. That was yeah. it. That was his gag. No, was it like it just, just went around to his house one night? No, it just, so, it just so happened that he was in the front row of the, uh-huh. the night that we were doing like our showcase thing. Yeah, and he was talking the whole way through it. Oh, he said, and shut nobody, the fuck up, yeah, man. and nobody was like, "Here, Paul, shut the fuck up." Uh-huh. And then he immediately apologized. Who the comedian did or yeah. Paul Rankin did? Yeah. I went. Shut the such, fuck up, Paul. He's such, I'm a sorry. Ni- he's such a nice kind of. Oh, sorry. This is not my kind of thing. Called cheese. Yeah, it's yeah, from Rathfor Island. Yeah, okay. All right. So yeah. tell him. So you didn't do any improv. There's no improv in stand-up comedy. I think, it's, it's I think like, we might have done. There's a little bit of improv in the. I think there might have been some in the classes, like little, like maybe yeah. just was there a what, heckling workshop, warm-up games. There was no heckling workshop. I think 
I'm trying to think. We had to do a thing every week on a new topic. Mm-hmm. Um, the Olympics were on, I think, at that time, so there's some Olympic stuff. Um, and then there was another... Um, yeah, just get, getting up in a room full of, like, 12 people is... That's is tough. tough. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. Um... I think I'd find but, it less tough if I thought everybody was in the same boat as me. Well, yeah, everybody is. Like, they're, they're you know, everybody's everybody's got to get up after you. Um, but just the thought of I mean, We've talked about this before. Just the thought of standing up in front of people and you have one job and that's to make them laugh. Well, surely you have to, you, when you were that's in the band. That's easy you when you know them. And, well, whenever I was in the band, that wasn't my job. <laughs> yeah, but your, your, your job is to entertain them. Yeah, and I had no problem making people laugh. Whenever I knew that wasn't why I was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh right, okay. okay. Aye, you know, the pressure uh, to make them laugh is different from yeah, just I mean, making people like, laugh. Yeah, if, if, if you can make people laugh between songs, then yeah. that's a bonus. But if you don't make them laugh, people don't go. Well, I didn't like that rock band. It wasn't very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I like doing I like doing panels and things because I I think I'm quite funny on panels because. I get bored yeah. so easily, I think. I know what would be funny, and it is funny, but it's also probably pretty obnoxious for the other people on the panel. Yeah. I've been, I've been, <laughs> right. I've been on a panel with you. <laughs> like, like, likewise. <laughs> All right. But I mean, the important things the audience liked. You, it. you said it, not me. All right, okay. Well, I'm just agreeing with you. Fine. So what are the rules of... Right, the rules of improv are... Yes, and. Yes, and. That's what's... Well, that's, that's, that's basic. Like, that's the basic uh, thing is I say something stupid and you go... And you have to go with it. Yeah. 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 You, yes, and, you yes, and it. You are open and receptive to okay. the, the premise that that is being delivered to okay. you. Okay. Right. I, I, I will not be doing that. <laughs> I didn't ask. I'm just I'm just trying to explore... I mean, that's, we didn't, we I'm, didn't I'm really go... I'm exploring what, what that all means. We didn't go too means. much into improv uh-huh. um, whenever we... I don't think we really did anything, apart, like I say, apart from some warm-up. Mm-hmm. Games to, to you know try and get you loosened oh, up. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it probably was. I mean, we're going back s- seven, eight years. I am a young I, Scott, and I'm here to tell it. some jokes. <laughs> Come on, I'm being you. What uh, should I do, Graham? It's always an attempt <laughs> to try and make us improv. I know, <laughs> like trying to sneak it in. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, like m- we're not going to notice. Yeah, m- maybe if I make it about Scott, he'll not realize it. This, this is, is sneaky. It's, it's, it's non-consensual <laughs> improv. Sneaky improv. <laughs> <laughs> I do not consent to this improv. You guys are you guys are always spoiling my fun. No consent. Look, look, look this is a this is a, a very a firm, a very loud and and you should hear this a no. <laughs> it is not a yes and. <laughs> There's a no. When a girl a says no, more. no, she does not mean yes and. and. Well, I mean that's that's a whole different uh. kettle. of... Fish. That's when a not... co-host says no, they do not mean yes and. I mean, new dating is kind of like improv. I mean, the first time you meet a girl, it is like improv. It's like you're trying to. It's not. Fi- it's no. Not. You're trying to figure out what it is you need to say to kind of make X, Y, and Z happen. Yeah. No. Of course yeah. it is. No, it's not. Yeah. You're not. That makes it sound manipulative, and I mean, it's a hundred percent manipulative. What? How is it not? You manipulative? guys are monsters. <laughs> Clearly, look at us. <laughs> I mean, I like to be fair. The last time I had a first date was, you know, twenty something or other years ago. The games so changed. The Paul. games changed. I, I do not know, but like then it was. Well, how is it not? How is it not manipulative? You've got to be Tony Slattery out there now if you want to get a date. <laughs> and you know, heterosexual. <laughs> I mean, like 
Okay, let's let's try you're that. You're trying to convince the person that you're a good person. Hi, I'm Paul. Do you want to go out for a date with me? Nope. It's not even. It's not even you're trying to convince them that you're a good person. You're just trying to convince them that you're interesting. But, yeah. but also, so you have are, something are you of value not, that they will want to find out. Also, want to convince them that you are the person that you say you are, and, and that you are that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 but it's you a, don't have an end goal no, in no, mind. No, yeah, no, no, you've got to. You've got to get. You, I, I think what you're doing is you're quitting improv lying, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not what I'm saying. Oh yeah, because all you what you what you have to do is they have to get to a certain point when they realize that you're, <laughs> that you're worth investing time in, and in order to get to that point, uh-huh. you have to convince them that you're an interesting person. Okay, so you you a game it up. Right, you, uh, you a game the it up first with. time you meet them, you have to basically be your best version of you that you yeah. can possibly imagine, and that's a lie because you're not that person all of the time. You can, yeah, but you're not any person all of the time. Anyway, any any situation where you're yeah, PJ, in, but it's there not are, you. PJ, all of the there time. are some facets of you that you do not bring on a first date. There are some facets you should not bring out of the house, like this here. Yes, you do not. Yes, <laughs> the you do skin not. Tags. Yes. Yeah. First date. I have a weird growth. I have a new, I, no, like, not I, even a weird growth. I have a new weird growth. <laughs> Do you want to see it? Yeah, I Do myself, you? I've not been on a first date in twenty years. Were you good at first dates? I don't know. I mean, I just kind of fell into relationships. <laughs> like I, I, I went from you know long term, um, what's the word for it? monogamy Monog- to, yeah. to uh, another long term monogamy. I mean, it's, it's I've never had the let's go out for dinner and dating and and, and things no. like that. I mean. Neither have I. Susie and I mm-hmm. were living together practically about two weeks after we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ex-wife and I were pretty much dating before she realized it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that... Uh, no, mm. I mean, but, but because it's hard to say where that relationship went wrong, well, but well, I'm guessing then. Well, I had to tell her that... <laughs> you were I, dating? I, well, kind of. I mean, like she she basically uh, kissed me when it, one night whenever uh, she was completely drunk, and I had to phone her the next day and tell her this happened. Mm-hmm. And then she came around and we had a chat about it, and she said, "Well, I, I guess maybe we're going out now." So, okay. So that you know that that was that one. <laughs> so like I mean, I mean you, you need to go back as far as like the previous girlfriend of that, and that's like nineteen ninety nine. I don't feel like you at any point you've been in a relationship where at the early stages of it you have gone. Look, I am I am not the person that you're looking at. I am I'm pretending to right now to be a better person than that person. Well, yeah, and I'd say that was me back in 1999. I remember going on a date with someone and and uh well, a girl that I'm still very good friends with and uh, Of course, of course. Co- of course you're still of course good friends with her. And uh only you. We we went out for 5 years, you know. So she uh <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I'm the ageless one. So she was she was maybe seventeen and I was twenty or something at the time. Oh, right, okay. that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. Oh, I've so got many... a, I have a worse one than that. Oh, oh go on then. <laughs> go on then. Um, I would have been. It's not that much worse actually. I would have been twenty-one or twenty-two and took her to her school formal, which is I don't know seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, yeah I went to her school formal as well. It was the yeah. only formal I ever went to. Yeah. Uh, but we had already like you know met at a nightclub. Before and kissed and and you know uh, being intimate with each other, not very intimate. <laughs> but, but intimate. <laughs> it's this see, music. It's this you. music that's doing it. Look, I can see in, you in, fumbling around for the words like well, you would have been fumbling around inside her dress. Well, intimate to the point that it was uncomfortable whenever we realised that her dad was parked in the car behind us oh! to, 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 to pick her up from the limelight. Oh no! He was looking around for where she was, and then no. her, her head popped up in the back seat. She went, "Oh shit, my, dad, he- my dad's popped! <laughs> my dad's in the park behind uh. us." So yeah, 
<laughs> and then we had our first date after that. Mm-hmm. And then that was Jesus. that was a you know a sober getting to know you sort of affair where getting to she, know she, where she was yeah. a lot shyer and she found it difficult to kind of talk to me. Oh, oh Ron, you're so you're so good with your hands, Ron. <laughs> Stop it! What? What? He was trying to be Scarlett Johansson. He was trying to like, improv again. Yeah. Can we get a button for whenever PJ's trying to improv? It's like, just <laughs> no. All Star says no. <sighs> I just, so yeah, it's all, the whole first uh, he tried, date thing. You tried it again there. <laughs> Stop! Not trying anything. I'm just, I'm trying to propel the show into new directions, which you're not keen on. I, I understand. All I heard was new directions. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, I, I haven't done the whole first date thing. I think in a really, really long time. I was good on first dates. Were you? Oh, I'm, a Jesus. Good, I'm a good first date. Fuck me. Is there anything you've said now that you've gone... Do you know, actually, I was shite at that? Anything. There's tons of stuff I'm shit at. Like, Second dates. Five, yeah. <laughs> five things. Five things you're shite at. Go. Uh, right, right. Speed answering <laughs> questions. Lists. Uh, <laughs> Self-analysis. Self-analysis. <laughs> anything else? No. No. All right. That's, that's a bit messy. Bit, me- bit messy. All right. Improv. Fuck you. Come on. Right, I, think go I, on I think I'd be good at improv. What's the thing that you're good at that isn't improv? Because you're not good at improv. You don't know that. Well, try. You haven't engaged me with try. any improv. <laughs> you haven't, even, I, you go you first. haven't even given me a location or a scenario. <laughs> All right. We're in the Bahamas and you're on a first date. Oh, I can't do that without a dodgy accent. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, 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 okay then. And you're, uh, you're... We're not improv with the racist police. We're, I'm not imp- <laughs> The racist police... Yeah, now, are they, are they the people? For... Hold on, are they the people that arrest the racists, or are they racist police? See, they arrest racists. Right, that's on not... the lookout for accents. I think we well, all know that that's be the not racism, a thing. racism please. <laughs> okay. All right, go. Go. You think if I, if you just keep saying that, that I'm going to improv? I'm not going to improv. Yes, yes, and yes, and no. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> You're gonna break one at one point. Go on, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah one of these days I'm gonna just start spontaneously turn into a waiter in a restaurant <laughs> who can only bring you shoelaces instead of spaghetti. This is well, this wh- perilously close to improv. <laughs> I don't have these shoelaces are no good. Have you They're ever had my a, soup? Have you ever had a first date that turned out really, really badly? That time I mean, he not, went. Not for... one. Not one that. Um, I've had first dates where there wasn't a second date, but nothing went bad on the date. It just wasn't. I had a yeah, first I date. I had a first date what? once where I turned up and I was like, um, "Oh, I'm just going to get a drink here." And she went, "Oh, right. What are you going to get? A, you know, I'm going to get some pure orange juice because it was very cool. It was twenty. I was twenty-one or something." And I went, and the only pure orange juice they sold were in like two-liter bottles. So I spent <laughs> the I spent the rest of the date carrying a two-liter bottle of pure orange juice Hold around on. with me Hold everywhere. Did you take her on a date to the fucking spa? Where are you going? That only sells <laughs> two <laughs> liters of pure orange juice. It was a greengrocer's. A greengrocer's? That's we were on the way to bowling. We were on the way to bowling. So you stopped off at the greengrocer's? Yes. What to do, the big shop? <laughs> I'm a bit thirsty. I'd like a drink. Oh, you're having a drink of pure orange juice. And I, and I, I'm not saying... This was no, not my... There was no second... There, like, the fact that you... No, you've misunderstood this situation completely. The reason there was no second date is not because you ordered a two-liter carton of pure orange juice. It's because you nipped into the greengrocer's on the way to the date. It wasn't a first date. <laughs> trip to the shops 
Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, I've never had a first date go disastrously wrong. Apart from that time that I peed a bubble, but she didn't know about that. So <laughs> that one, that one was just for me. Yeah, see an earlier episode. Yeah. Um. No, I'm trying to think. Uh, I did tell a date. I, Scott, I, I did tell me, a date. No, no, I did tell a date once that I got locked in the bathroom when I didn't. Uh, did did okay. you tell her that from the bathroom? I'm no. locked in here. Get someone to open the door for me. Are you, see, you're looking at me to play like the waiter that's going to come and open the door, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> nor, nor am I going to play my dates. Help me! I'm locked in the toilet. Help! Sir, get... do you mind leaving the bar? <laughs> You're, you're upsetting the other patrons. <laughs> uh, oh, you guys are not. Oh, this is before, yeah, before see. I got my like IBS situation under control. Okay. Um, so obviously had had to go real bad, mm-hmm. and was obviously in there for a lot longer than I anticipated. And mm-hmm. rather than have the embarrassment of saying no, I had to shit like you wouldn't believe. Um, I'm locked in this room. Now, why would I? Why would I be locked in and shitting? I don't know. In the bathroom, the toilet. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm pretending to be locked in so they don't know that I'm shitting. I'm not locked in and shitting. That's like, that's, that's like Stephen Hawking's uh, autobiography, isn't it? Locked in and shitting. <laughs> gap you'll have to take out in the edit uh, uh, anyway anyway so you were a lot you're right okay no, that's, a, that's, a, that's just a laughter break that's, that's okay that's a double four, laugh break yeah. okay 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 um yeah so no so it, you know was it? Just, yeah i just lied and you know i've, I've never had a, any complete disasters there's a girl, there's a girl took me on a date <laughs> um, she, t- she uh she picked the film <laughs> and she took me to the cinema to see um uh, Ghost Rider mm-hmm. and wow uh, what, what, what is everybody screwing their face up for I don't know it just seems like a bad film recent, for, for that was a recent film that's why Ghost Rider was like 10 years ago longer than 10 years ago it must um, have been longer than 10 years ago yeah, yeah definitely longer than 10 years ago but she kept trying to make out with me in the seats and I was like if you wanted to make out you should have brought me to a shitty film I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know Ghost Rider was going to wow. be a shitty film but you know I was like you, maybe don't bring me to a comic book action movie if you want to make out take me to some bullshit rom-com wow I mean whoa, I, I mean I'd have like I if, if, I don't know I, we could have I could have gone with someone to see the greatest movie ever made if somebody wanted to make out with me I'd go yep yep let's do that I'll, I'll see this movie another time but I'm not getting snogged later I went through a period of going to the limelight it must have been around 1998 1999 where I would regularly hook up with girls at the limelight and then try to turn that into a first date, like maybe the on following the, week. Yeah, yeah, I'd get I've their tried, number. Yeah, I've tried that. And yeah. it very rarely worked out. No. Um, no. I remember one girl just who literally just grabbed me one day. I was standing by the dance floor. She grabbed me, dragged me onto the dance floor and just started kissing me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, this is clearly the woman of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it wasn't until afterwards that my friends pointed out that she looked a bit like me, <laughs> with with a beard, and like just like a female version of me. Uh-huh. I mean, my my, my friend put, said like it looked like your your mum but young, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, 
<clears throat> you know, I, I sort of went along with the Freudian aspect of it. Mm. I just thought, well, fine. That's so, fine. So, so we, we uh, or- I organized to meet her for a, a, a said date. I think it was the following Sunday. And we went. I went and picked her up. We went, we went to the Ulster Museum, mm-hmm. and I realized this chick was way smarter than me. Like to the <laughs> point where, like, she just walking around going, "Oh yes, I really love this artist's work." And my father has one of his prints in the house, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm completely out of my league here." Wow. Um, so we and went, she's hot like my mum. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she, she was a bit filthy. <laughs> You know, she kept on grabbing me in, in inappropriate ways in the Ulster Museum. There, uh, this is no... a place of learning, dear. Hands <laughs> to yourself. I'm like, you know way too much about these paintings and <laughs> keep trying to grab my crotch. <laughs> Stop that while I look at this early Picasso. So, yeah, we, we never had a second date. I, I, just was, I think I was just intimidated by her raw sexual energy and just, she's really smart. Mm. And that, the mum thing was fine, though. Yeah, the mum <laughs> thing was okay. I was all right. I was ready to let that one slide. Weirdly, she showed up then a few months later uh, when I was dating said girl from Backseated Car. Um, and she turned up at a party, the same party. And a uh, girl that I was dating, I don't know why I'm not naming her, but I'm not naming her. She said, oh yeah, I saw her grab you one day at, at the limelight, yeah. and uh, I decided that I was going to have you after that. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, oh, okay. So I was like a... I was like a, You're a hot property? I was totty. Totty. Wow. <laughs> I am... I'm not too totty. What I, what I, oh, here's something that I'm not, good, too not good at. What's that? I'm not good at breaking up with people. Ooh, right, okay. I've never had to do it. They I always just, just break up with me. I just... Stop replying to texts. Ooh, that's, that's. I know. I and I know that that is probably the worst. No, it's not. That's pro- that's the worst way to break up with well, someone. No, as the kids no, say, no. you ghost them. Yeah, no, like no. I, I, I just. I dumped someone on Valentine's Day. I mean, that's still not the. That's yeah. on, on and round her house uh, when she had a card for me, and she went, "You can keep the card." I went. Yeah. <laughs> it depends how much Valentine's Day means. Yeah, it means nothing. It means to literally me. nothing yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah. My friend broke up with his girlfriend on her twenty-first birthday. Uh-huh. That's e- even that's, that's fine. I mean, like you know, if if the relationship was fantastic, they'd still be together. But well, we were all heading out together. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> with, but, still but, in a group. Yeah, but, with, but, yeah. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is, like, when her twenty-second birthday rolled around, she didn't have a sad time because she got broken up. No, with the year before. no, 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 no. No, break up with a girl, you know, the day before her dad dies or after her dad dies. And then you know, I don't know the day before the day before is probably okay. The day, yeah, the day before you, yeah, <laughs> you, the you have no blame you. on you. <laughs> no, you're making out like a bandit. Unless that day later on you went and killed her dad, in which case maybe <laughs> maybe are bigger problems than, yeah. than whether you dumped her or not. But that yeah, day. but they're always going to have a sour taste in their mind when they think of you because it's always going to be tinged with. Do people? You know, I mean, I like people I've split up from. I've never seen again. So oh, never. I ran into someone that I ghosted. Right? Do you remember the? Do you remember the gig that you put on in? The, the limelight for the, the tsunami relief. I do. So it was rammed and it was all three rooms in the, the limelight, Spring and Air Break and Katie Daly's, mm-hmm. right? I imagine was... you did that. That was quite a good thing you did. That was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. You got top 30 under 30? 40 under 40. 40 under 40? Not anymore. Disappointing. <laughs> I've just aged out of that. Disappointing under 50, that's me. <laughs> um, There was a girl who I ghosted after we'd went out for... <gasps> Like three or four months, mm-hmm. um, Oof. and Oof. there was a band playing. Ghosting is a bad thing, I but know, it's only a I modern know. thing, I think. I know. I'm just, I'm just rubbish at it. Yeah. I mean, you don't but, have. I mean, is there something you're not telling Hannah? Is that what? <laughs> it's just a... Oh yeah, I stopped replying to Hannah's text a long time ago. 
It just wasn't an option. Whenever, yeah. whenever I was, you know, like twenty, people didn't have cell phones. Yeah, so you couldn't ghost anyone. You couldn't ghost anyone. You just, you know, like you th- literally had to avoid them. Like my girlfriend at the time was seventeen and didn't have a car. Like so, she couldn't come and get me. So as long as I just didn't come and get her, <laughs> that was the end of it. But there was a big crowd. There's a big push to move into one of the other rooms whenever one of the bigger bands were coming on. I can't remember who it was, but there was a big movement of people, and it was jam-packed in the movement basically one one step forward it was nuts to butts right that's a unfortunate expression so that's metaphor. people got oh this is my it's my favorite metaphor okay people just pushed right into the back of me and you know when somebody's crushed up against you you turn around either to say here what the fuck or make sure everybody's okay and i turned around and it was her like just pressed right into my back oh and this, and this is this girl you ghosted before yeah Ooh. yeah turned around and there was nowhere for her to go and boobs to back nowhere, yeah and there was nowhere for me to go. So oh, we that just nipple had to, feels familiar. We just had to slowly <laughs> shuffle <laughs> between the rooms, uh, pretending like this wasn't the literal worst thing to ever happen to either of us. Yeah, Only worse I mean, for her than you. I think because yeah. I've I've maintained friendships with nearly everyone that I've ever gone out with, um, that's never been an it's issue. So no. that's still a weird thing. It, it, it's super weird. It is still a weird thing, and and I, I mean, I it's an admirable thing, and I think everyone, if they yeah, can, I mean, should I mean, do it. Is in, is in uncommon, uncanny. In, it's also a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's every, good, it shows you in a very good light. Every every significant other I've had, yeah, I'm still on really good friends with them. Yeah, but the fact that you had a photograph of your a framed photograph of a significant other in your house when you were married to another with with her, other, with it's her. still in the other room. <laughs> And you don't think that that's weird. And we're gathered here today for the funeral of Ron. And as per his wishes, this photo of him and his ex-girlfriend go in there, <laughs> along with a photo not, of not him the, and his wife. Not the ex-girlfriend who he has left as a widow, by the way. But the, 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 previous, other, the, the other ex-girlfriend. The previous to the previous ex-girlfriend. Uh, all of his exes are here. <laughs> I mean, I guess they all want to say be, something about Ron. It might be weird. I don't know. I just I, mean, I, I made I, him join me in an improv. I've I've only ever I've only ever been me, so I don't know what other people's yeah, experiences yeah, yeah. are like. Not like that. Yeah, they're not like that. I mean, I do. I, I do look at my friends who split up with people, and they just they're just like that person is now out of my life. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's, that's, the that best. Was, that's the best. That life. was a perfectly good friendship, you know, apart from like the bit where it all it went, went wrong. At the end. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. There's stuff to rescue. There's stuff to rescue yeah. from that. I remember when a friend of mine. There's split, value in that friendship. I remember that in my twenties, I think a friend of mine, my my best mate at the time, split up with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend turned up at my door one day to say, "Hey, we're still friends, aren't we? Let's hang out." And I'm like going, "Uh, I don't know how this works now. I don't know what the rules of this are. Shit, shit, shit." And so we hung out for a bit, and, was, and we got on great. And uh, but that was kind of weird. I mean, have you ever we had were friends for you ever had a stalker? No, I had a stalker. Did you? Yeah. Hi, hi. I mean, looking at you, and I don't mean this in any way. Look, well, I, did, I, I did look like this. Okay? What did you look like previous to this? Do you remember what Ron looked like whenever we started this podcast? And Not much I, different. I, and we're talking like 15 years before that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a stalker as well. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, maybe I have a really good I, stalker. I, I, don't know I still have them. the letters from my stalker. Oh, wow. Which that's... were upsetting and strange. Oh, I never got letters. Well, I know I did. I got cards and presents. What? This, yeah. I want a stalker. The thing we we worked together one Sunday, every, well every Sunday at the in a carvery. I don't want um, a stalker really. And uh, well, I guess she wasn't stalking me as in like following me around because she knew where I was going to be every Sunday from ten until six. <laughs> but like, or from eight until six. Um, but like, she would bring me presents 
mm-hmm. most weeks. Okay. Like maybe that was just someone being nice. <sighs> yeah, it's super weird. Well, maybe she wanted to give you to ask her out, and she thought this is the way to get him to. Yeah, ask but her after out. you buy somebody, maybe the third or fourth present, and they haven't asked you out, maybe you think. Maybe I should stop buying him presents. Well, I didn't know my stalker was my stalker until uh, one day. Whenever I had my my, my, my family were away and um, At Disneyland. No, this was after that. <laughs> uh, but her and another couple of friends uh, just came over to stay at my house. And the following day, uh, me and one of the guys, Richard, were going to go down to Belfast to Talisman and buy comics. Mm-hmm. And we said, "Do you want to come with us?" And she said, "No, I'm just going to stay here." Mm-hmm. And I was like. I guess that's an option. Um, there's nobody here. Uh, let yourself out whenever you're finished doing whatever you're doing. So we went to uh, we went to town, came back. I had a whole haul of X-Force and X-Factor co- comics. So I was very happy. And I got back and she tidied my room. and left that's, me, a, that's a useful stalker. And left me a note on my bed, which I read, which essentially said that, you know... If your room's like I, this again, I, I'm going to fucking kill you. I didn't you. know how to tell you how I feel about you. Um, so it's I just a, I see the way room. you look at X. I'm, I'm, she named some girl that I'm like I don't even know who this is. I've seen the way you look at such and such, and uh, I wish you could look at me like that. And uh, so after I finished tidying your room, I went next door and talked to your granny for a while. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay, that that, go, that went weird quick. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I'm like, like I don't even go next door. My, my granny lives next door. I don't even go next door and talk to her. <laughs> so the fact that she was willing to do this was very strange. Uh, and I, I kind of cut all ties with her at that point because I just was kind of freaked out. But I did not. I was the, the feelings were in no way reciprocated. I can't find my comics anymore. She was, she was the the best friend of my one of my girl cousins, so I still saw her the odd time. But then the following year, she transferred to my school. Oh, so you were what? I was a year older than her, and just, so I, I I would have been in upper sixth, which is. Um, I would have been 17 mm-hmm. and she transferred into the year below from another school and it was very odd and awkward and we just I started very polite hi but mm. that was it but yeah it just it, it just made me feel very uncomfortable that she came to my school at the, at the time I thought she came to my school because of me and then I realised that that's not the reason at all she came mm. there because it was a good yeah, school yeah. but yeah just, <laughs> filled with sexy boys I just kind of had to point her out to my friends and be like that's the one <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. But st- I mean, Stalker has a very distinct connotation. Yeah, well, like, I mean, she would she would, she would speaking, ring me a lot, and you know what? I would always be telling my mom like, just I'm not in. If, 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 is this after the time? After after that, yeah, she'd ring, and you know, she, you know, this before, yeah, I mean, before this, this, I had, is, this is a stalker. Okay, before okay. I had mobile and things like that, she would have. And I think she walked to my house one day from. You know, she lived in a village that was about. Three miles away, she walked to my house, mm-hmm. and like I just pretend that I wasn't in. I did that once, which is really hard to do. And if my bedroom was right beside the front door, and I just personally sat there very quietly, not opening the curtains. And was she attractive? No, I mean that's that's, <laughs> un- that's, un- that's unfair to say. She was unattractive to me. I, to I just okay, did not okay, find okay, her attractive. So I mean, if she was attractive to you, would this flip the whole thing? Would this have been? A I don't different- think so. I think I think I find the behavior disturbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, and I had issues at that age with. with Girls who really wanted to be um, close to me, uh, it bothered me. I was I was quite immature at the time. I I, I just didn't really know what, where that would go. So I used to cut off a lot of relationships yeah. before they could go any further. Mm-hmm. So I would have yeah. been all right up until the go. Uh, no, even going next door and speaking to my granny. But if she was hot, that I, I would have at least give her a shot. Your granny? <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Um, 
Any port in a storm. So, yeah, what about your stories? <laughs> but your, your stalker was not that extreme. No. No. No? Just bought me a lot of presents. This yeah. girl didn't buy me shit. I mean, yeah. you're, I mean, your stalker tidied up your room. Your stalker but I'm sure there was presents. more. I'm sure there was there's more. There's a lot of upsides to a stalker. I, I think, I, yeah, there's the element of like, tidying my room, but it's things like, you know, like no, putting my underwear into, like, the, 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 you know, off, picking it off the floor and putting it into, like, your laundry bags. My and wife stuff. won't do that, so that, I, that, I mean. That was just, that was just bothered me is, a bit. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Having a good old sniff of it first. But you see, that's the stuff I imagine <laughs> yeah, at the time. Yeah, that's the stuff you don't know. Like, I can see that she's tidied. I don't yeah. know. What has she done that I can't see? I don't know what she did in yeah. my room. Yeah. Like, put I her look, butt on your pillow. Put her what? Put her butt on your pillow. That's the least of it. That's. I just didn't know what. I couldn't conceive of what she was doing. But all I could think of at the time was... My poor if, granny. If I was a stalker, yeah. I'd do some weird stuff. <laughs> The so shit I would so do. I assumed that she like was first doing thing, first weird thing, stuff. First thing I would have thrown out my toothbrush. Like I would have gotten marigolds on toothbrushes. Anything that goes inside my body, yeah. I'm not using it again. They all have to go. Anything with a handle? Yeah. <laughs> all has to go. <laughs> all of it's gone. Every, every knife, fork, and spoon in the cutlery drawer into the dishwasher. <laughs> Yeah, I just cans of coke, maybe bottles of coke, definitely no. No, yeah, no, they're <laughs> gone. What, what about relationships with girls? Whenever you were younger, like who were friends, but the the lines kind of looked like they might they might get crossed sometimes. Yeah, yeah, had a couple of those. I uh, look, I didn't even kiss a girl until I was about seventeen, maybe. I, I didn't it, kiss a girl until I was sixteen. Mm. Yeah, I was about sixteen. Okay, so prior to that, it was like. uh but don't know weirdly, the same girl that I kissed when I was sixteen, she's pregnant now. I don't think I've had to do with it. But uh, I think, she, I think, I, don't, I mean, I know having sex like, speeds up the process. But like a couple of years after that, we were still friends, right? Uh-huh. And, and that's she, when you knocked her up. And she came over to my house and stayed mm-hmm. in my house and stayed in my bed with me, but nothing happened. Mm-hmm. But at the what? time, I remember, I remember my mother being very bothered by this. Oh, but well, mother, I'm, we're just going to lie in bed together all like, night. Well, her parents mustn't care about her. Thinking <laughs> at the time, I don't know what her parents well, are. I've slept, I've slept in beds with lots of female friends, yeah. and nothing has happened. Yeah, like, that's. I, that, I remember I, I don't this, have uh, any... the same girl had a party, and I shared a bed, her parents' bed, with another girl, um, and it was a water bed, which is really weird. I, I'd quite like to try a water bed. Why don't you get into that tank? Bed thing that would be like a water bed. Get a pillow. Um. Yeah. Well, do you? So, when you may say the lines blurred, just were. Maybe shouldn't have been in bed naked with her. That would have been. Shouldn't uh, have been in bed difficult. with them because maybe you have feelings for them. That oh, they, in that case, I definitely should be in bed. <laughs> but but you, but you know that they see you as a friend. All oh, right. Okay. Well, that's the, yeah. That's but the, you're putting yourself in a position where no. where. If they knew how you felt, they probably wouldn't put themselves in that position. No, oh. I was never. I like any female friends I had were female friends because I don't know why, but any girlfriends I had were girls I'd never met before. So, <laughs> so I would only go out with people I'd never met before, and all anyone I knew for longer than three days, they instantly into, yeah, I just into this, a friend zone for me. I just had this string of friends, girls who would come over, and they would just stay in my bed with me, and there and no funny business going on. But they're just sleeping in the bed with me. Well, mm-hmm. I've always, I've like going back through high school and stuff. I've always had more 
girlfriends than guy friends. I was always much more... That was definitely true of me when <laughs> I was yeah. younger. Not necessarily now, but... No, 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 not necessarily now either. But that was, de- like, through high school and stuff, like, if, if people were coming around to my house to hang out, I'd say... 80% of the time it was a girl. I think I a lot of the time it was because I was a very unthre- unthreatening male. You're still that. And I remember whenever I went, I used to have uh, this little clique of girls that I hung out with who were a few years younger than me. And I remember going over to one of their houses one time and two of their mothers were about and we were all heading up to the bedroom together and one of the mothers turned it on and I could hear them just out of, the, just out of earshot, just about to get are you okay with him going up there? And the other one said, oh, he's harmless. <laughs> and I don't know if that was code for he's gay, love, or, or what, but it was like, he's harmless. He's fine. He's fine. He's a eunuch. <laughs> or, he got, or, or, he got trust nothing me, he's going getting on. nowhere with our daughters. Don't worry about it. They're way we've, hotter. We've raised them better than that. Um, no, there was, there was girls that... Funny, there's I always I there's girls who I knew liked me and I liked them, but nothing ever happened because both of us were always too shy or whatever to do anything about it, um, and this happened numerous times. Mm. But I don't really think like once I once I know that I'm in the friend zone, the friend the friend zone. Where did you a, meet Hannah? Uh, I met Hannah at uh, we went this out for wife. yeah we went out for a birthday party for my friend Christine and we went to White's Tavern. So you knew each other. We prior? met her. We met her there. I met her there. Okay. Um, I didn't know her before. You started snogging. No, 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 no. We just met. You were pretty early smitten though, weren't you? Like, um, I don't know if you were smitten from that moment, but you were, it was pretty because I remember whenever we were doing. You're that. gonna pretend no, like th- see that's not anything to do with being smitten. That's wanting to not be embarrassed on the scale of a Comic Con panel. <laughs> Rather than anything else, it's a tiny panel. No, I mean we've skipped over some stuff, but that's because we've talked about we've talked, we've about, talked it about it before. But um, we were pretending to sing a song to embarrass you with this girl yeah. that you had just started going out with, yeah. and up until this point you'd been single when we were doing the podcast, Always and this been, is yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time that you that I knew that you yes. had a girlfriend, and it seemed it struck me that at the time it seemed very serious is the wrong word, but it seemed very. Uh, well, true, we'd start, true. It seemed very true. Well, it seemed very real. We had you. been start. We had, but we would have been going out because I know we got married on the, the same date as our first, <clears throat> the same date as our first date. Same. Um, so I know that it was uh, the start of April. So and Derry would have been June. Yeah. So it was only a couple of months, and yeah. like I don't know. I guess I knew it was serious. Like she agreed to come to Derry and spend the weekend with me whilst I was going to Comic Con. Yeah, so, so you keep calling it Comic Con. It wasn't Comic Comic Con's fucking massive. That's just a dairy it's, it's like comic, comic convention. Yeah, yeah. All right, dairy comic, comic convention, fest, whatever. festival. It's like, which was a great festival. Oh, and I, I loved it. it so much. Yeah. I loved it so much. Um, not on this year, sadly. Yeah, but even it's not the same. Even it's if not it was, the same. it's, it's, not, it's the not the same anymore. Um, comic City's pretty fun. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that it, that's not a you know. It's these not things, a slight on Comic City. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. these things kind of be, have to be what they have to be now. Like, yeah, this was a. They got so much funding for community things that, yeah. the, you know, you got access to artists in a way that you never would at mm. uh, uh, artists and writers at a, at a, at a bigger yeah. scale convention. And that was to do with the funding and how yeah. it was managed and stuff. And they, these things can't be that anymore. They all no. have to, they all have to make money and, uh, you know. Gotta make bank. Yeah. To, to make it viable to do, which I totally understand. Yeah. But for the few years, whenever they were getting that sweet, sweet European 
peace and reconciliation money. Well, it was money from the Verbal Arts Center as much as anything. But yeah, but they, but they stopped. were they were, you know, that was I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that was all peace and reconciliation, yeah. or at least a decent chunk of it. Um. So yeah. Okay. Have well, we, look. Yeah, we've exhausted we that. We've exhausted that? everything that you've got there, haven't we? Yeah. Well. It, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do a pickle of the week? Yeah, let's do pickles of the week. All right then. Um, I right. I I want to do improv. Uh, not improv. Um, I want to do a role playing game with you guys. Right. At some point. Are we going to get somebody else to DM it? How does that work as a pick of the week? Well, th- no. This is what I'm, I'm coming to. This okay. right. So so I keep thinking what would be easy to do would be because you can get one page role playing games. You can get games that are literally just one page. It's like double sided, and you do the whole game on that one page. So I was googling this today. Because I thought what I could do is I could turn up with one and we could just try it. Just fuck it, let's go. Let's let's take how hard could it be? But it turns out I think you need to read them a little bit before you before you start if, okay. if you're going to DM but it. Surely you want yeah, surely you want somebody else to DM it while yeah, we want, play. Yeah, I think it would be best if all three of us were playing it yeah. with someone DMing it. Yeah. So if there's a volunteer, that would be awesome. But well, I uh, I know two people who are from from what I've heard from other people, yeah, very good dungeon masters. But would they want to do it on the show? I think I think knowing so. that a. Uh, I will I mean, probably I, yeah, be I, sort of invested, but also kind of desperately yeah, trying think, to call out of my own skin. You're the wild card, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. I can't. Although uh, I do think if we're going to do it, we should go to Jack Straw's and we should get one of their rooms. <clears throat> they have rooms? Ja- yeah, Jack Straw's is a board game cafe and they have rooms that are for role-playing games. So that you're well, not we talked, we talked about that gamers. one time before, so let's pin that and let's do that. How yeah. do we make that happen? Right, well, do you, speak, are you going to do it? I'll speak. Yeah, yeah. I'll, right, spe- I'll speak to. I'll speak. To, I think Eddie would dungeon master for us. And okay. I've heard he's very, very good. Okay, and and the thing would be to pick a game that is easily. I'll done get him to pick something for something, us. Something, yeah. something we can do in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, in in the course of looking up um, one page role playing games, I stumbled across this thing called. Let me read it out to you. Um, it's called um, the two hundred word RPG. Right, so there's a 200 word RPG challenge, and the idea is that you write a role playing game in 200 words or, or less. Now, I don't know if I'd ever play any of these, but I PJ, like I like PJ, that they exist. Please fix your glasses. What are you doing? I'm putting the. What the, are you doing? I'm to see the thing, to see uh, what does it matter. With she looked like a fucking maniac. <laughs> you looked like a crazed madman. I was thinking Doc Octopus. <laughs> It's because I couldn't get them all with the headphones on and everything. Oh, I'm sorry, I know that's a visual gag for everybody that, that, that's listening at home, but I just could not look at him in the face. All right, then. Well, right, so the website's 200wordrpg.github.io, uh, but they also have, I, I found a link to a Twitter account that basically posts out each of these um, every day. There's a new one every single day. And they're all, like, they're all just they're very short little things. If you've got a couple of people that are willing to play a game, I think they'd probably be fun things to play for an hour, half an hour Conceptually, I don't really understand what they are. So I'm happy to go along with whatever. With with with, with the idea of a 200 bar RPG. I don't, I don't know I what think, that means. I think it basically it means you write a role-playing game. It's got to fit I've got to write one. No, 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 no. Somebody, it's a contest open to anyone who wants to write one. These people write one that's under 200 words that you can play. What's that then, mean? 
<laughs> what does under 200 words mean for an RPG mean? For the instructions in the game and like, everything. The instructions for Connect 4 are less than 200 words. Yes, I know, but that's Connect 4. So, the role-playing so like, game would be, you know, uh, the, this game is you're trying to escape from a, a, a locked room and there are you can roll a dice to select a random object in the room and you've got to use that to escape. And someone's got to operate as the Dungeon Master. And every time someone suggests a way to escape, the Dungeon Master has to roll a dice to see if they, you escape or not. Okay. It's as simple as that, or it can be as simple as that or more complex or or whatever that's the that's the gist of it my problem each is, one I was, is different. I was talking to my friend about this literally this week and her brother is another dungeon master mm-hmm. and she she uh and she enjoys master. it as well i was like i don't I, I don't know how i'm supposed to act and this was the problem that i had whenever we did the role-playing stuff with graham mm-hmm. am i supposed to do an accent am i supposed to like whenever I think the gist uh, is any way you want to play it. That's that's the thing that I get. I, I, any way you want to play it. If you want to no, play it, if you that's I don't the whole want point. Open, I don't want open world. I this is the I don't want open world video games. You need to tell me what my mission is and I will go and complete it. Yeah. Scott's not really one for improv, you may have <laughs> I, I mean, this is just a sneaky way of doing improv. Not. I I want I, PJ. Who's your character? My character is a jester. <laughs> I would never pick a jester. I I I I, I that's, this is where I would instantly fall down. I would go. I'm going to be, and then I I'd, I'd pick something ridiculous just because like my brain can't function otherwise. But that that's yeah. I think that, I'm I'm willing to try it. I just, but you've I, played an RPG before. I know. So and I didn't did know how. To, I, I didn't like. Did you not like it? I don't know if I liked it or not. Did you, Ron? My issue wasn't with the game so much as the speed of the game. I felt like things were taking a long time to happen. Okay. And which which um, was detrimental to my immersion in the, in well, the, I just in don't the whole know, world like, of it. Whenever something happens... Would you I'm rather like, have a board where you have little figures and you move them around the board and then you say he attacks them with dice? I play games like that. I play like Zombicide and yeah. those sorts of games, which yeah, are they, exactly they, that. They, yeah. And Dungeons and Dragons is kind of like that. You have a board and you yeah. have people that you move around, whereas the RPG that we were playing was entirely written... Well, Dungeons and Dragons can be you know anywhere on the scale of like it's purely a board game to yeah. a full-on, let's improvise the story together. Yeah. So we were doing like the full. This is just a written page thing, and that uh, I don't know. I'm supposed to act. I was just. I was. Well, a I wonder, I'm, I'm curious to know if having microphones and knowing you're recording it for the podcast would provoke a different reaction than if you were playing and playing it on your own. Because I know I, I I mean I'm I'm definitely a different person when I've got a microphone in front of me. Then when I'm I'm not I don't have a microphone in front of me. You're looking at me as if that's really? not really true. <laughs> as we discussed a few episodes about a few, a few episodes ago, PJ has to control how he's seen. Yeah. <laughs> but so so I think with a microphone I might enjoy it more as a performative a performative thing than without a microphone where I don't feel like it's performative and like I just feel like a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel that's my feeling. My uh, feeling is I go, do you know what? Then I'm going to play this as a, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. I think if we're going to try and do it as a piece of entertainment for people who are listening, then we've got to play you, it. You kind of have to throw yourself into throw it. Throw yourself into it a bit more here. Yeah. 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 You're going to have to do that, Scott. You don't have to. We'll drag you along. Come on. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I let's do no it. Let's, anyway, it. Yeah. anyway, what it, my pick of the week is that 200-word 200 RPG. Okay. Not necessarily because you're going to play all those things, but because it exists. I love shit like that that exists. I love it because it's 
it expands the sum total of what humanity is about. That's a highfalutin thing. Anyway, do you have okay. one? I have one. It's not about that at all. <laughs> it's, uh, it's in my ever ever um, increasing quest to add more and more smart devices to my home. Uh, I've added a camera to the back of the house, so it's a it's a. Logic- what if all your devices gain sentience and never want you to leave the home? Like demon seed. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Come, let us impregnate your own. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the sectomy. Oh, I did it! I did it! I made him improv. <laughs> what? Get closer to the mic if you're going to sigh heavily. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I got a, what I've had for a while: the Logitech, Logitech Circle Two camera that I bought in an Amazon sale. And uh, it's, it's been sitting on a, on a shelf for ages, me trying to find a way to use it. Uh, Susie insisted that I was not allowed to set up a camera inside the house. Mm-hmm. You did have a camera inside the I house. I did have though, a camera right? inside the did house. Did she make you get rid of it? She vetoed the camera inside the house. And okay. I understand why. Um, she was convinced that, you know, despite my explaining over and over again that these videos do not go to, you know, like some random website people can watch. Uh, <laughs> She did not like the idea of it, of it going to the cloud. Yeah. And I said, they do not go to the cloud. And she said, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's going out of the house. So I've taken the other camera that I got and I've mounted it in the back of the house. And I also put up a Philips Hue floodlight as well. And I've tied them together so that if the camera detects motion, the floodlight comes on. So piff, paff, poof, I have a motion-sensitive floodlight for the piff, back garden. poof. Very cool. So, uh, piff, and uh, my thinking is more whenever... Whenever iOS 13 and Catalina and all I drop later on in the year, another product that Apple Apple's going to provide is um, I can't remember what the, what the I think it's called HomeKit Video or Secure Video. Yeah. So they're going to enable you to um, store video that your cameras, your HomeKit enabled cameras, um, in the produce cloud. in the cloud. So uh, yeah, and I already have iCloud Drive, so it may as well, it's like a free security system. Yeah. So that's 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 my pick. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. I and have, you? Yes, I've got a two? two quick ones. The first one is a podcast episode. <gasps> uh, Always with other people's podcasts. Yeah, but it's specifically this episode. I've, uh, there's a podcast, How Did This Get Made? I'm sure everybody is probably already listening to it if you're listening to us. But they, mm, well, I'm not. Uh, well, I how, did this, how Did This Get Made? They just talk about oh, films bad that, movies. Yeah, bad movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But this week, they talk about a film that divided... The host, the guests, and the audience, which is one of my favorite films as a kid, which is Drop Dead Fred. Oh, yeah, yeah. My with wife, Rick my wife loves that film. She and I don't it. understand why it's so popular. <laughs> well, <laughs> so like, there you go. if anybody hasn't seen it, I think it's on Amazon or, or Netflix. Watch it and then listen to the podcast. It's one of the most fun podcasts I've listened to in a really long time. It's mm. very, very fun. Only because you don't listen to our podcast. That's true. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is. A friend of mine got a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'd like one. Yeah, I would really like one. I don't know well. what I'd do with it, no. but I'd like one. He got a 3D I know, printer. I know what I would do with it. I'd set something to print that I downloaded from the internet. It would get about halfway through and it would break down. I'd go, oh, that's nearly cool. And then I'd, I'll fix that later. And then I'd be covered in paper and I'd, and I'd get in the way. And about six months later, my wife would go, you ever going to use that? i go, use what? She'd go, that 3D printer. you go, oh, shit, I've got a 3D printer. I completely forgot about that. Awesome. Yeah. He improvised the conversation there. With, just with himself? With just with yeah, himself? Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, you two I, won't join in. Where were we going to join in there? <laughs> um, I d- looked at a couple of little designs for things that would go 
on my bike. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very simple. Like mm-hmm. spooky dookies. Yeah. And I thought, it, it, it can't be that hard to design simple Ooh. things. Ooh. Like, I'm not talking about it complex. It can't yeah, be yeah, that yeah. hard. So I got an app called Shaper 3D, mm-hmm. S-H-A-P-R 3D. Yeah. Um, and that they, I, that's an iPhone app? It's an app, iPad. iPad. You have to have the yeah. iPad Pro because you need the pencil, pencil yeah. to, to do it. Um, <laughs> and it's a phenomenally powerful app and the tutorials are really like they take you through step by step of how to make uh, a camera tripod like holder thing and it's really really good and so I've I made a couple of little things the only thing is the app is colossally expensive oh yes so it's like 30 first, or 40 pound a month first or something 14 days are free yeah so I've got until the 15th of August after that, it's twenty-eight pounds a month, wow. or two hundred and ninety-nine pounds a year. Bargain. Yeah, that is not a. Sh- so I am not going to be keep no. un- unless I start there designing is, some is, serious there shit. Is, there are three free three D programs. I'll, I'll we'll dig them out. Yeah, if you can like design a fresh butt plug every month I and sell that for sixty or seventy quid. Quid, no, there, quid there, are, there are free 3D programs. Yeah. Not, not, there's a program called Blender, which is an amazingly in-depth program. But I'm looking but for not s- that. No, no, there is a simple one for designing stuff for 3D print that yeah. is a, that is about very basic yeah. stuff. So the thing, what I want is I want something that will run entirely on my iPad Pro. Yeah, well, there isn't one that does that. Well, there is. There's, there's this one that was Shaper is entirely on the iPad yeah. Pro. There's another one called Umake, which is also on there. It's another subscription, but it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. So I think I'm going to mine the tutorials on shaper and then get one of the less mm. kind of feature and what rich. are you going to make on your 3d thing um so far i've uh, made uh, so far i've made a mount for my projector to angle it to the correct angle to to work on the new screen okay. and um, which i think hopefully he's printing for me this weekend okay and i'm just basing these off measurements with a tape measure and, mm-hmm. and trying to think so he, he could end up and it could be like an inch wide and yeah. like four inches high and yeah. I thought well this is not what I that's not, not what an I tried inch to print that's <laughs> not an inch um, but I'm just I'm kind of keen to to at least investigate it yeah. a little bit more I want to print um, a, a, like the, the book that I'm doing um, the, for the Kickstarter project that I'm yeah. going to be doing I want to build a 3D model of the spaceship that's going to be in it and I want to print that out oh that would be I'd, cool that would be cool yeah. and to give to some of the backers maybe whenever yeah. I do eventually do the Kickstarter have a little 3D spaceship maybe well, if you paint, buy me a 3D printer I'll let you use it yeah, maybe paint them as well so they're like properly painted and with uh, stuff on them it would look really awesome I won't do it because I'm no. lazy no, no but it would be cool yeah it would be cool it would definitely be yeah. cool well if you want to support these uh, fantastical dreams of ours <laughs> uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash sunnyside podcast oh can we get a show 3D printer and we'll print like little key rings for the patrons I mean yeah yeah I mean, if you, <laughs> you want to add to the pile of things we need to pay off for the patreon yeah Yeah, I, I think the patrons still maybe the next 20 years paying off this roadmaster 10,000, whatever it is, uh, of Ron's uh, kit. Maybe yeah. by next year it'll be paid off. <laughs> yeah, are we even making a dent in that thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone who's already a Patreon. Yeah, thanks way. to all the patrons out there. I, and we apologise that you have to put up with and us And, and, and if you're not a patron, why aren't you? Yeah, yeah tell, literally tell us why. If this, and we'll if, try and change. If, if We can you know, be better. If the show has ever had can. you laughing so hard you had to pull your car over... Or I feel highly uh, aimed at someone. <laughs> highly targeted advertising, that's what that is. Or if you've laughed so much that, you know, anything came out your nose, mm-hmm. then, you know, I think you, you, you owe the show something back in return. If you had to pull if you accidentally made your car swerve and then crash into something, we have no obligation on that front. That's not our fault. 
But also sign up for a Patreon, though. <laughs> buy, buy my merch. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time. Uh, I've been Ron. I've been PJ. I'm Scott. Bye. 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 <laughs> Dirt Dog.